The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Hello, listener. You're welcome to Leadership Podcast. And of course, it is the big issue once again. It's been a very big privilege having us here in the studio. As usual, our in-house analysts are on the studio to dissect and analyze the big issues as they come. With me here in the studio is Muywa Oyinlola. Thank you. Chubuzo Kaibe. Thank you very much. And Adeba MB Adedapo. My name is um, George Agba. And of course, our discussions on issues bordering on the polity are as witty as they are potent. And of course, one thing remains constant. It is the sharp-edged, humorous, incisive delivery of biting criticisms that is at the same time informative, entertaining, and thought-inducing that makes big issue literally instructive as your everyday delight. And of course, the big issue of today, it is the face-off between the presidency and the opposition People's Democratic Party. And of course, firing the first shot was... Um, presidential spokesman, Garu Bashew, who asked the opposition to forget about 2023, saying that President Buhari has the support and goodwill of Nigerians to determine who is successful. His successor will be in 2023. And of course, not satisfied, and of course, actually um, apprehensive of uh, the presidential spokesman um, declaration, the opposition PDP fired back saying that what the presidency said smacks of a self-succession plot. We are going to look at whether the opposition is actually ready for 2023. But before we talk of the opposition and how prepared it is for 2023, B, what Garu Bashew said yesterday, they did smack of a self-succession plot by Buhari. Well, for me, I, I wouldn't want to say it in that light. Um, do not forget that, apart from being the president of Nigeria, President Mohamed Bani is a partner. So um, a spokesperson can as well declare that the APC, the ruling party, is ready for the 2023 elections. And they have all it takes to ensure that victory uh, goes their way. So um, that, that doesn't suggest that if Nigerians in 2023 vote against the party, then Garba Asheu's statement will automatically hand down victory to, to the APC. So um, for me, uh, the, the president himself can even come up to say that. I'm sure my party will win in 2023. So, but so. Let's, let's look at what the, the presidential spokesman said. He said the masses will never abandon the president. And that the masses will be waiting for the president to show the way in terms of who the next president is going to become in a country where even leaders religious leaders political leaders are joining the great mass of nigerians to complain just like what the sultan said that nigerians are hungry that the government should do everything to address the hardship that is biting hard in the country can the presidency claim that the great mass of nigerians are waiting for buhari to show the way in terms of the next leadership come 2023. I think you will stand a better chance of it. Yeah, well, we are approaching the political season. We are entering that 
period where a lot of grandstanding and uh, booster become the order of the day. <clears throat> what um, the presidential spokesman has said, in some sense, is not outside the rights of uh, you know the president to say, as a party as a party man like Mr. Bia rightly pointed out. As a party person, it's okay to grandstand and all that. But you know, as the president, who should ensure that we have at least in his own capacity as the executive, ensure that the processes to have credible, free, fair, transparent elections are done. We would expect that at the end of the day, all of these processes will be put in place so that by the time we get to the elections, we really know whether the party has done enough to make, or the president has done enough to make this kind of post that he still has the capacity to ensure that it delivers who the next uh, president will be. But I say see what the presidency see. To be enough to make the opposition develop ghost pimples. Imagine this type of a thing. Saying that nobody, no Nigerian would take the risk by inviting another party to come and take over in 2023. I think that is what they are saying, that what the presidency is saying smacks of self-succession plot. What do you have to say in this regard? Well, thank you very much. Um, 2023 is just around the corner. You should expect this kind of jabbing from here and there. I think uh, the presidency has just thrown the first jab. And uh, what they have done is to stir the water. They're, test, they're testing the water to also ensure that they maintain a posture that they're going to, the APC will continue, you know, governance after 2023. Um, if you look at the response of the opposition, saying that uh, what the president or APC says to means about self-succession and whatever, it's still all about everything. The point remains that APC will not want to abdicate APC will not want to abdicate governance for PDP or any other party by 2023. That is instructive and everybody should take that. APC will not want to leave. At the same time, PDP will want to take over. What the presidency has said is that the party will continue in office after 2023. And PDP is saying that if you like, fly to Ivan, we are taking over power from 2023. That is what. So the campaign has started, and that's what I think for this. And of course, you see, what the presidency is saying is that President Buhari has the full support of Nigerians. And of course, it is actually normal to make any claim, to lay claim to anything. But from what you have observed, let me say since 2019, where President Buhari got a second term. B, what do you think about um, the president's performance and what Nigerians might be thinking in there? Well, um, like uh, others have said, a lot of grandstanding uh, are going on already. But it is actually not for me to say whether the president has uh, performed so wonderfully well to grant him that privilege of showing the way Nigerians in 2023. I think Nigerians are already expressing their views or opinions. And even in the semblance of weak opposition that we have, Nigerians 
are the opposition to this government. They are already saying no. The insecurity was not this bad before 2015. They are already saying no. The uh, unemployment rate before now wasn't this high. They are already saying poverty wasn't this pervasive before APC government came. So what more do we need to, to say that the president has not performed creditably well enough to be sure, to, to be so sure, to be boastful that he would be able to, to show the way or to tell Nigerians where their votes should swing in 2023. Rather, what I would expect the president is saying at this time is that, yes, we know that it has been tough in some areas, but these are actually our achievements in the last four, five, six years that we have come on board. And we know that this is a process. While we are focusing on this, certain things may suffer. But we assure you that before the 2023, we are going to improve on this, this and that. I think that narrative will make more sense to Nigerians. Rather than come and slap Nigerians in the face, that irrespective of all the hardship, irrespective of what I've been complaining about, I will still tell you people where to vote in 2023 and you will follow me. I think that alone does not speak the truth to itself. That suggests to me that uh, all these issues we have been having, that Nigerians will be complaining about insecurity and the government will come and say, no, it is not this bad. That is the same thing we are saying in the political scene. I mean, Nigerians are complaining day in, day out. Even statistics are showing that governance is not improving the life of Nigerians. And somebody is coming to tell us that the president has done creditably well, the masses are with the president, and the president will show the way in 2023. I think that does not speak the truth. Well, B, you said it all, and of course, you see, the PDP went ahead to quote the 1999 constitution, where said the tenure of the office of the president is made clear. You say nobody can extend the Buhari tenure under the gears or conditions whatsoever. Um, was it PDP? Was Buhari or his um, spokesman, Garo Bashew, actually, was he actually making a veiled reference to a self-succession plot? That is what we are looking at. Well, it depends on what PDP means by self-succession. They perhaps will be in the best position to explain what uh, the president means or what they think the president, what they mean by the president having a self succession plan. Perhaps they mean, oh, the president wants to bring somebody of his choosing, you know, to take over from his administration and continue with his policies. In that sense, it is not totally wrong. You know, we see this happen in other democracies. Of course, because um, they really, say go yes, government is a continuum. It's a continuum, much more, mm. much more. The president will always want somebody, his, his successor, to continue with his legacies. If not his legacies, but please don't tamper with my legacies. Somebody that will continue to encourage his legacies to grow, but um, it's it's funny that for me that the president should be talking about the 2023 presidency at this point because I still think there's a lot more that needs to be done. The economic indices today does not tell so well. You know, yes, we had the problems of uh, the COVID and all of that, but I still think there's a lot. I think I still believe that there's a lot. The president even complained yesterday about the situation of things. The Sultan complained as well about the situation of things. I think that is what the president or the presidency should be focused on. 
you know, ensuring that the quality of life of the average Nigerian is improved. We don't have that. To ensure that we have proper security, the security architecture is significantly improved beyond what we have today. These are the things you run on. And these are the things I'm sure Nigerians are going to judge him by. In, um, sorry to in cut any you case, short. sorry you know? to cut okay. you short. In other words, you are trying to say that what the PDP said is true, that Nigerians have been subjected to the worst forms of hardship under the Buhari led government. And nothing will make Nigerians allow the government of President Buhari to stay beyond 2020. The PDP too does not have the monopoly of determining how people would vote. So they shouldn't be making the same allusions that the president is making. You know, that's the irony. Both, both camps are talking as if they already know how Nigerians would vote. You know, perhaps because they have the structures across country to deliver vote. Maybe that is what is fueling their grandstanding in the political side of today. Until a third force emerges, it is just the PDP and APC. So by 2023, unless something changes, and drastically too, we might just have this two, these two, either of these two parties produce the president by the next election. Perhaps that is what is in, you know, fueling their, their, the, the, the kind of assertions they are making, so direct and... Uh, and uh, but there's something that the... I don't know whether to call it now, the, the APC or the presidency is missing out. The... Buhari will not be on the ballot by 2023. Constitutionally, will not be on the ballot by 2023. And so, and the APC intelligentsia has made reference to this a couple of times. The bulk votes that he would normally get will not be there. Whether that bulk vote is transferable to another candidate, to another person, will be a different matter. Also, the internal push and pull within the APC is only beginning to unfold. And these are factors that will determine how the 2023 election will eventually pan out. So it is not enough for both parties. And that too has to be said of the PDP as well, because they're going to enter into a season of, you know, uh, so these are the factors that will determine how the elections will Well, but um, Chibuzo, Chibuzo, I understand what you but you are what the president the presidency says buhari is going to lead the way in terms of the next leadership in 2023 he's talking about an anointed candidate and what we must understand here is that there is the possibility that president buhari will produce his own anointed candidate who he wants to succeed him that is what the presidency's uh, 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 stance uh, amounts to he's talking about him giving nigerians people that will support that people so he will give nigerian a leader that he wants to succeed but meanwhile before we come back to that let's just quickly take a short break and we'll be back the big issue breaking down the issues that matter listener you're welcome back this is big issue and of course we are talking about um, the presidency PDP face-off and 2023. What the presidency say amounts to him saying that he's going to give Nigeria somebody he knows can succeed him and continue with his policies and the rest. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that the Nigerians will want to accept the person Buhari will see as an anointed? Well, um, 
there are two sides of the problem. The presidency is saying that APC will continue to rule the country, to govern the country after Venezuela. He did not say Buhari will continue. Want to make that one for the second level. And that if APC is going to produce a presidential candidate outside Buhari, because Buhari will not be on the ballot paper, because that is there is nothing wrong in the president having somebody is grooming to succeed him. But that will also be subjected to the party primary. Every political party is going to have his own primary. Everybody will stand. And, you know, look, look at, you can imagine somebody who has been in office for about six years, but 2020 will be eight years. It will not speak well of such a person, not to have had a lot of people that is grooming to take over from him when he leaves office. It is also not automatic that that person will become the, pres the, the, the presidential candidate of the party. Much more so, it is not automatic that it's going to be the president because there are going to be other political parties and other political parties are also going to have their own presidential candidates. Nigerians, at the end of the day, are the ones that will determine who becomes their president. Well, um, of course, one will begin to admit that the presidency might not be wrong after all, because if you look at the gale of defection in the recent past, from PDP to APC, imagine three governors just within period of period of months defecting to the APC. That of course you let the, the I mean, you let the opposition know that yes, something is wrong somewhere, and that it has to put its house in order. Chibuzo. What do you think? The presidency might be telling the truth because even the defections speak volume that the opposition is gradually losing steam and the opposition is gradually losing ground politically. Would that really work against them? Well, it, it, it comes back to what I said earlier. There has to be what should determine how the elections will play out is a framework for free, credible, and transparent elections. I think that is what we did. Whether people defect in one direction or the other. I think, to a large extent, the average Nigerian, the average Nigerian ought to know how he or she wants to vote. Over time, I think, I don't have the indices, I don't have the statistics, but it does, as, it does appear as if the voting pattern has been more along lines of sentiments rather than issues. So the responsibility still goes back to the Nigerian voter. You have experienced the PDP for a number of years, and you have experienced the APC for a number of years. Now, if the next set of elections come, the average voter should be able to know how he wants to vote. But that is just one side of the story. The other side of the story is having a credible process and ensuring voter confidence for them to come out and participate. In the isolation of that, both parties could go ahead and do whatever they do with the parties, with the, with the votes, like they do in the past. You know, so uh, whether governors defect one way or the other, I am not so sure that the reasons for which they are defecting are convincing enough 
for a discerning Nigerian. I am not so sure. But however, I can't sit here and uh, commit the same mistake APC and PDP are making by saying, oh, we believe they are going to vote this, vote for us, and they are going to vote that way. I can only expect that these two things are done. One, ensuring that the process, the electoral process, evokes a lot of confidence for Nigerians to come out and participate on the one hand, and expect that Nigerians will, for once, begin to vote along lines of issues and people they believe that can produce the goods based on pedigree and uh, and, uh, and background. Well, but like, how prepared is the opposition PDP? Because most Nigerians feel that the opposition as we have now cannot even match the government of the day in terms of criticism, constructive criticism, that will even make the government of the day be on tools. The PDP, especially the major political party, behaves as if it is still in power. It's like it has not actually recovered from disengagement trauma. So it feels that whatever it does, it is still in government. And of course, if you see most of the internal wranglings within the opposition party, see what is happening in Nanambra. Where at the end of it, instead of APGA, PDP, fielding a candidate, one vote, the party, there's a faction where two factions of the party produce candidates. And then INEC is forced to say, this is who we want. Is that the kind of opposition that we expect to give the APC-led government a run for the money in 2023? B. Well, um, constructive criticism is not the only role of opposition in government. In as much as I want to admit that uh, the PDP has not done well enough, uh, we have not seen robust research and alternative to government policies coming from the PDP, the party that used to or once pride itself as the biggest political party in Africa. And I wanted to rule Nigeria for 60, 60, 60, 60 consecutive years. So one would expect that when government, for instance, seek foreign loans or wants to embark on a policy, the PDP should come with its own idea to say this is what we feel about it. According to research, one, two, three African countries or even European countries have tried this, and this is what this was, is what it turned out to be. So we are advising the government to do this and that. We have not seen much of that from the PDP. So I admit that the party, the PDP, has not done too well in terms of constructive criticism. However, however, constructive criticism in most cases does not translate to good governance. Let's give it to President Muhammad Buhari. Ashwa Jibala Tinubu and the likes. They really gave the PDP the kind of opposition that was expected. But when they have when they have the opportunity to grab power, course, I don't think they have been able to do all those things. Even the spokesman of the opposition, the you can remember what Lai Mohammed did. So so I don't think they have been able to do those things they expected the PDP to do when PDP was in power. So I don't want to start judging whether PDP is ready to take over power because they have not been able to constructively criticize the government. Rather, I say the PDP has been too cold. They are not as aggressive as a political party that is ready to provide an alternative to government should be. 
Um, as I speak, I, I don't think that apart, aside from PDP governors who will come and criticize government policies, I don't think there is a known phase of the opposition from the PDP. Nobody comes to speak. Um, occasionally, the National Publicity Secretary of the particular Lobodion comes to speak, the National Chairman occasionally, but that wasn't what we had when PDP was in government. President Bwamudu Bwari sustained the temple of opposition as opposition leader for many years. Ashwaji Bolatinubu did the same for many years. So these are the kind of things we should have from the PDP. The opposition should have a face. Somebody should be constantly or regularly talking to Nigerians, telling Nigerians about the ills in government and providing alternative to government policies. We have not seen much of that. But I don't want to believe that. That does mean that if a PDP has the opportunity to grab power, they will not do well. That, I mean, constructive criticism in most cases does not translate to good governance. Well, um, finally, let's look at what the opposition PDP is actually alleging. The, the alarm it raised is not out of place because you can remember Chibuzo when the Ketika committee chairman and the um, state governor mm. uh, well, made references to the fact that APC will rule beyond a certain time. What time did they even give? That why APC will have to rule up to Z? How many years did they call? 30, be yeah, 22 or something. Yes. And of course, for a chairman of a party in government to say that and then the presidency coming to corroborate it by saying that the was going to for go asleep, eh? I mean that is not different I would suspect because they say well, who does not know the magic of putting a piece of meat in the mouth and the meat disappeared how about who did try the same magic and the meat were able to find it <laughs> <laughs> well of course we all know that it is always easy to say what to do is what matters but what do you see come 2023 between the opposition and the government, the, the, the governing or progressive congress? What are your permutations, Chibuzo? Oh, um, I wish I had a magic, a, a <laughs> magic a ball to crystal look ball. through, a crystal ball to look through, and uh, you know. But um, you know, it's it's still easy at the moment to take a final. If I a, a, a position on which party is going to win, even though from the look of things, it does appear as if either of the parties, either of these parties, are certainly going to, you know, pick the thing. However, the party with the highest or with the best capacity to resolve its internal issues will stand a good chance of winning the elections at the level of having a more compact and intact structure. That is one. Two, the fact that APC is perceived not to have done well does not necessarily mean they will not win the election. So I think it is something uh, you say that also either, has to be either by Nuko Krani. No, that is not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is if our political history serves us right, if our political history serves us right, we have seen parties who, you know, from all indices and for the targets they set for themselves, didn't meet them up, but eventually got to you know, win the next set of elections. So it is neither here nor there. There is the governance indices to look at when making decisions or when uh, making the permutations. But there's also the politics issue to look at when making such permutations. So at the level of governance, it is very clear. But at the level of politics, it's a different ball game entirely. Well, um, Chibuzo earlier spoke about uh, looking at um, 
what government has done and that governance is a continuum and of course it is normal for people to uh, actually talk of succession what is the APC government expecting to do as a continuum? Is it the insecurity, poverty? And what have you in the country? We were just a very short one before we. I think it's APC that will answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listener, that's the much we can take for the big issue for today. Join us same time tomorrow for another edition. For now, This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.